You're listening to Speak Lord. I'm Ryan Rogers. This little light of mine, I'm gonna let it shine. Won't let Satan blow it out. Hide it under a bushel? No. Let it shine till Jesus comes. You know, it is a privilege to have a light to shine to the world. Jesus calls believers the light of the world. Your life can shine in a way that helps somebody else know God. And for all of us who want to shine, there's a reality we have to accept. And that is that if we follow the default path, this world will put out our light. It takes intentionality to keep that thing shining. We don't want that to happen. We want to let our little light shine. The book of Revelation is the revelation of Christ. And in chapter 2, Christ dictates a letter to John. And the letter is to be shared with the angel of the church of Ephesus or the leader of that church. It was a literal church. And Christ had assessed them and wrote a letter to them about it. So he's giving them counsel and telling him how he sees them and what they should do about it. That is the best organizational health survey possible. Christ himself was giving the report from heaven's view. It should be comforting to us to realize that that's the same Christ who sees our life and wants to give counsel and guidance so that we can keep letting our light shine. Well, if you jump to the end of the letter, Christ tells this church in Ephesus to repent. And he says, if they don't, he's going to remove their lampstand. Does that sound like a big scary threat to you? We should not think of this as just a silly consequence, like you behaved bad and now I'm going to take your toy away for a while. To understand the lampstands, we have to back up to chapter 1. Chapter 1 verse 10 describes the beginning of this revelation. It says, On the Lord's day I was in the Spirit, and I heard behind me a loud voice like a trumpet. John hears a voice. Speak, Lord. Your servant is listening. And the voice says, Write on a scroll what you see, and send it to the seven churches, to Ephesus, Smyrna, Pergamum, Thyatira, Sardis, Philadelphia, Laodicea. Verse 12 says, I turned around to see the voice. I love that. He's trying to see a voice. And when he looked at the voice, here's what he saw. I saw seven golden lampstands. And among the lampstands was someone like the Son of Man, dressed in a robe. Jesus is among these lampstands. And verse 20 tells us what they are. Now, this is Jesus giving the interpretation of what was just seen. He says, The mystery of the seven stars that you saw in my right hand and of the seven golden lampstands is this. The seven stars are the angels of the seven churches, and the seven lampstands are the seven churches. So that's what the lampstands are all about. They're the churches. So in the letter to Ephesus, when he says, Repent or I'll remove your lampstand, He's talking about removing the church. And the rest of the message to the church of Ephesus tells how they got to that point. It begins with the description of Christ as the one who walks among the lampstands. Christ is present with his church. So now I'm going to read verse 2 and 3. And just notice how good of a church this was. It says, 
I know your deeds, your hard work, your perseverance. I know that you cannot tolerate wicked men, that you have tested those who claim to be apostles but are not and have found them false. You have persevered and have endured hardship for my sake and have not grown weary. That's a pretty impressive list of positive characteristics for the church of Ephesus. Verse 6 adds to that, and it says you have this in your favor. You hate the practices of the Nicolaitans, which I also hate. This church was hardworking. They didn't give up. They were patient, and they hated the right stuff. The problem was they didn't have enough love for the right stuff. Verse 4 and 5 tell us how they got in a position where their light was about to be put out. It says, yet I hold this against you. You have forsaken your first love. Remember the height from which you have fallen. Repent and do the things you did at first. This church had a whole lot of things they were doing well. But because they lost their first love for God, they were in a position they needed to repent. And if they didn't, God was going to take their lampstand away. God wants us to shine. He doesn't want to take our lampstand away. But there comes a point when he finds it necessary. So in one sense, Christ wasn't taking their light away. They already lost it. But I also think that Christ was ready to take an active role in shutting their lights down. See, maybe they were shining, but they were shining something other than love. Maybe they were shining some truth, but it was truth without love. And I can imagine from the heart of God that he doesn't want to risk that the church would shine and bring in converts to a loveless Christianity. We stop shining the light that God wants us to shine when we lose our love for him. This little light of mine. I'm going to let it shine. Won't let Satan blow it out. Hide it under a bushel? No. Let it shine till Jesus comes. Speak, Lord. Your servant is listening. You can find more of Speak, Lord at PastorRyanRogers.com or by searching for Palmer SDA Church wherever you get podcasts.